Are you just trying to navigate adulthood in a world that still expects you to have it all figured out? Welcome to This Is 50 with your hosts, Travis Holmes and Shane McManus. Shane! Travis! Shane! How are things? Good, man. How are you? I'm great. What's nil? You were having some problems with your YouTube channel that <laughs> you're watching... <laughs> You watching some weird shit on YouTube? You can the, it, YouTube thinks that um, because of your past videos and stuff, it thinks you're gay. I guess so. So it's it's been for like two months now trying to make me take the survey. Well, now how does gay. it? I mean, is it a video that plays before whatever you do? You have YouTube Red, or are you just watching like regular videos, like how to videos? It's regular YouTube, and it pops up in my suggestions. Uh huh. <clears throat> you know the suggestion thing off to the side. It pops up every single time. Uh huh. And I'll click it, you know, you'll, I'll exit out. When you click on it, does it does it have another pop-up that goes, are you sure you're not gay? <laughs> it's like, we're going to give you one more chance before we close this out. <laughs> but then I'll, I'll we'll, close it out. We'll come back later when you're nice and drunk. That's what we'll do. We'll come back later, and then maybe you'll be experimental, you know? Well, they're, they're trying to create a gay society anyway, whether you are or not. So, But, you know, I'll watch the video. I'll close it out. I'll watch the current video, and then I'll come click on another video or the next one pops up or whatever. And there it is again. So you can go to settings and tell it. I'm not gay. I, yeah, I don't want to see this again. And there it is. Now, what happens when your wife or something opens up YouTube? Does it say your husband's gay? (laughs) She doesn't open up YouTube. Oh, so I don't have to worry about that. But I mean, you know, I sent you the picture. I'm wondering, do I just take the damn survey and get it over with? Take the survey. Yeah, take the survey. Pull it up right now. Let's take the survey. I want to find out because, I mean, we got we to gotta know, Shane. People want to know. Okay, but but so here's what I'm afraid of. Oh, God. <laughs> take the survey, and then you know how it is. You click on something. I might start getting emails or mail from all, you know, whoa. Here's HarryBearLover.com. Yeah, here's Charlotte's latest. That greatest gay club, you know, you're invited. I don't, Here's or, two VI passes, VIP yeah, passes. So I'm, I'm afraid to do it. Just don't be afraid, Shane. Just do it. You know, and, and it's something has, something has happened in your uh, algorithm that it, it, it's, maybe you're watching stuff that, <laughs> are you sure you're I'm a man or stuff sure? About the weather. I'm watching stuff about guitars. I'm watching stuff about um, podcasts, right? Um, gerbils. <laughs> Maybe that Dave one is a Matthews red flag. Band. Dave Matthews band. Oh, there you go. That's that's it right there. That's it. Dave Matthews gay. <laughs> well, while you're while you're looking it up, you know what? Speaking of gay, you know who I I honestly cannot stand band wise, and for whatever reason, I mean, there's a big long story behind it. Is well, no, they're they're fine. They don't bother. They don't bother me. It's the I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, it's, it's a contradictory statement, but I cannot fucking stand the red hot chili peppers. I cannot oh, stand. We're just, let close the podcast out right now. <laughs> I can't stand them. I'll see you later. I can't why? stand them. Why? Well, there, I'm like I said, there's a big long story behind why I don't like them. Um, but I just, I don't think they're very talented. Now the music's okay. I mean, the music's fine. I mean, it, the music itself doesn't bother me. The image of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I can't stand. You, you know, people live and die and say, this is the best band in the world and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, this is, it, it's, no, it's well, okay. It's okay music. 
<clears throat> I'm not going that far. They're not the best band in the world. But I mean, what 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 image do they portray to you? They portray like this California scene that I I don't know. It, there's something about it that just strikes this little nerve in me. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's not the it's not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's their fucking fans that I can't stand. Because they, no. the, the diehards are like, oh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are the best in the world. I'm like going, do you understand this music sucks? Like if you listen to their early, early stuff, I'm talking like, I think there's one called Freakiness or something like that. Um, before Mother's Milk came out, they were horrible. They were, they were just disastrous. Well, I mean, they were trying to per- portray that, you know, California surfer scene. I understand that. Are. I understand that, that Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's who they are. I mean, you know, I'm sure Flea's been in a plenty of crack houses. Yeah. Well, they have. But anyways, I, I just can't stand. People put them up on a high pedestal, and that pedestal is riddled with needles and broken steps and stuff. I don't know. I, I don't do that. I mean, I like their music. I don't like all of it. I like, you know, a few of their songs, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to call them gods or anything. I mean, good grief. So are you taking the test? Is the test up and running? No. Let me pull it up. I thought that's what you were doing. I was killing time until <laughs> you were pulling it up. Shane, that's I, how this works. I know I you're thought you were giving me time to think about it, whether no. I actually wanted to do it or not. <laughs> no, I was giving you time to pull it up because we already committed to it. Check it out. Oh, God. Hold on a minute. I don't want to show you what's on the screen right now. <laughs> Two guys sucking each other off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's allowed on YouTube. But look, first thing. All right, first thing. Hold on. You got to hold it there steady for a little bit. Uh, okay. It's kind of blurry. Yeah, well, it's got rainbow colors, so. You know it's gay. All right. Damn it. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to for <laughs> entertainment purposes. Jeez, here. <laughs> Okay, so like, disclaimer. I'm never mind. What in the world is going to show up in the mail? You're going to. Right, here we go. Quiztest.me. And and by the way, it, like Jerry Seinfeld says, not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> <clears throat> there might be something wrong with me. I guess we're going to f- figure it out. How many questions is it? Is it like a hundred well, questions, or is it like five? And <laughs> they got you pinned down from there. Well, I don't know. It's not pulling up. So maybe that's a sign. Uh huh. Buzzing. Maybe that's a sign that I'm okay. And then they go, ah, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> right, we just captured all your information. We're going to give it to the gay National Gay Association of America. <laughs> yeah you you just you just agreed to all of the above. National I, Gay Association of America as, Naga. That's as far as it goes, right there. All right. Not Mike's a good. Green. Not a good shot. That's it. That's it. Oh, you're done. You're done for. You're gonzo. (laughs) You are going to get all the dicks and hairy black balls in your email now. (laughs) I'm away with the rest of them. Well, just change your email address or move. One of the two. I don't don't know why it won't do that. Just going to a white screen. Yeah, because it's sucking in all your energy, all your information right now. Turn it off. Stop it. Okay, I did. Okay. Well, I'm telling you if that happens. Oh, me and YouTube going to go at it. <laughs> Send them a message. Make sure, you put your, wrong. make sure you put your best lipstick on when you send them a video message, okay? Yeah. <laughs> have, a, have a nice plum. All right, we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back.
All right, Shane. What is it? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're trying to learn the guitar or something? Tell at me. Fifty years old. At fifty years old, you're trying to learn a guitar. Now, what what made you want to start learning how to do the guitar at fifty and not fifteen, like most of normal heterosexual males do? I don't. <laughs> well, after taking the gay survey, I found out that uh, my fingers are more prone to be, <laughs> more yeah. prone to be on six strings than. Yeah, I I don't know why. I just want it. It's something that I've always wanted to do. And but, j- just yeah. a regular six string guitar, or, or do you yeah. like diddle in the or diddle in the bass? Uh, no, I don't slap at the bass. Okay, I don't see the point in four strings. I mean, <clears throat> I don't have. I mean, but that's the heartbeat of a song. Rhythm, right? it, yeah, it's the rhythm section. It's the heartbeat of the song. Yeah, but that's not cool. Everybody wants to be lead guitar. Do they? They do. Do you, you ever heard the joke about uh, how many lead guitarists does it take to change a light bulb? No. 100. One to change the light bulb and the other 99 saying they could do it better. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I like this. <laughs> Let that sink in. I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> All right. There's your lead guitar joke for the day. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Alabama's the lead guitar is hot, but not for a Louisiana man. Hmm. Yeah, you don't know those that's songs. a lyric from uh, what's his name? The last surviving member died, and that's sad because I just watched that documentary the other day oh, for Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. No, 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 not Leonard Skinner. Oh, sorry. Alabama, the band. Yes, sorry, Alabama. <clears throat> Catch up. We're, we're up here at the front of the bus. You don't have to sit in the back anymore. <laughs> Mister so, McManus, Mister McManus, they're picking on me. Shut up, kid. Weren't you supposed to get off three stops ago? Your mom waved as we drove by, like she was like waving. Keep going. So, what do you play? Do you play electric guitar, uh, acoustic guitar? I've got both. Okay, an electric and an acoustic. So, I bought an acoustic first because that's just what you do. And then I started doing my research about you know easier guitars to learn how to play. And then it came, you know. The consensus is that the electric guitar is easier because you don't have to, the strings are not as tight. You're, you know, the, the action is lower, but the, the fretboard is narrow. Yeah. Usually there's a, well, here's the thing. You have an acoustic guitar where is, this is where my background comes in. You have an acoustic guitar where all six strings are, are metal and your last two strings are unwound. So a, a acoustic guitar would have, you know, e, the top four strings are wound and the bottom two strings are not wound. Electric guitar has the top three strings wound and the bottom three not wound. Mm-hmm. Then there's also a classic guitar, which is the last four strings are all nylon. Well, that's what I'm thinking about doing. I need a fretboard with a, with a wider neck with, <clears throat> you know, wider string spacings. And if I'd have known all of this before I bought these two uh, the acoustic and the electric, then I probably could have saved myself some money. But I've got these big fat fifty-year-old fingers <laughs> that have been in many buttholes. Well, <clears throat> yeah. I guess I really need to take that survey. But, you know, after I've, <laughs> I've got my calluses built up on my fingers, hold the jokes for a minute, okay? But what <laughs> what happens is after I play for a while. They start to flatten out. So then they start looking like Fred Flintstone fingers. Uh-huh. So, so what's wrong with I that? Start, then I start, well, because then they're bleeding over into the other strings. Oh, I see. And, and so I need 
something with wider spacing on. But, you know, forget about all of that. Trying to train your brain to do something like that at 50 years old is insane. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 what, I think there's a the, an adage saying, you know, old dog, new trick somewhere in there. Well, I'm getting there. I mean, I'm I'm not Eddie Van Halen or anything, but I mean, I can, and I'm not trying to learn songs. I'm playing my own music. That's the reason that I started doing this. Now, listen to me. I am listening to you. So I I have these songs in my head all the time. They just pop into my head. I'm kind of like uh, Prince, the musical genius. I just didn't have a way to get it out. <laughs> How can I explain when there are few words I can choose? Those kind of songs? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Do you remember once upon a time? <laughs> no, right. no lyrics, just just melodies. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like two chords and <laughs> one string pluck. So, do you read you do you read music or do you read tablature? Um, I used to be able to read sheet music. What do you mean used to be? It's like I, I used to be able to read in school, but now I'm an idiot. Well, I mean, okay, reading music is not like riding a bike. If you fall off, you're not going to get back on this one unless you sit down and study it again. And I'm just not willing to do that. So sheet music's not good for guitars anyway. Tablature is better. It is. Yeah, it is a lot better. But at least it's, it shows you, And well, to backtrack a little bit, the sheet music's good for rhythm guitars. They show you the the progression yes. of the you know the chord changes and stuff. Yes, but tablature does too. It's just in a different way. You have to learn how to. It's easier to read. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I would probably be spending days, weeks, learning how to read sheet music again. But tablature, I just picked it up in ten minutes. So that's easier for me to read that way. So you're gonna so, play? You gonna play something or no? You're just gonna sit here and tease us and say. <laughs> Grab the guitar back there, Shane. I don't really have anything significant. Well, and then you're going to hear all the bang bangs and that's fine. Blah. Grab, take take a moment. Go grab that acoustic guitar back there. Well, I just had to come here, didn't I? <laughs> here he goes. Hello. I'm holding. Here he goes. What do you want to hear? Uh, a shame. Sorry, McMahon- what do you want to hear? Let me get up because this damn guitar's in my way. <laughs> Shane McManus original. Show us something you've been you've been messing around with. Oh, he's got to look at the frets. Of course I do. Let me get this uh, guitar in the classical position because I like it between my legs. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> that's why YouTube is uh, reaching out to you there, Shane. I don't know if you can hear. Can you hear it? Yes. You can yeah, hear it. it's good. Yeah. I can't hear it myself. That's fine. It, it sounds good. Eh, it's all right. There's a little bit of hallelujah. That Bronxy. It's your Flintstone fingers. It is. Sing. Hallelujah. I don't know the words, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can do a little. Uh... <laughs> oh, here we go. All right, a little bit more, and we'll take a little break. All right, do you, do you remember the story you told me? About what? 
about your buddy that you were playing the playing around a campfire with? Oh God, yes. Yeah, he was forty something yeah, years feel old. Like that dude now, huh? I feel like that dude now. Why? Hi, hi, hi. Is that a is that Alanis Morissette you're playing there? Homo? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm just playing this shit. It I'm sounded like Alanis Morissette. Hi yay yay. It sounds like every 70s song ever written. <laughs> Horse with no name. <laughs> All the other ones. Tin man. Yeah. And now with a tin man. All right. All right, we're going to take a short little break and come back and maybe we can get Shane to do something else for us. <laughs> Monkey on a string, right? <laughs> nah. All right, we'll be right back. All right, Shane, what are you getting into now over there? Well, I, it's all right. What's that noise in the background? That is my empty beer fridge. So up here in my little studio, I have a fridge mm-hmm. uh, because I don't want to go up and down the stairs and bring two beers back at a time or whatever. So I've got a little mini fridge in here that I will stock it just slam full. It'll hold two cases of beer. So do you want to talk about this problem that you have, Shane? Well, I, you know, there's only one solution to the problem. And what, that's, what's that? Take the headphones off, walk out of the room, go get the beer, bring it back, and you can watch me fill the refrigerator. <laughs> but you ran but out of I beer. Don't think anybody wants to hear just dead silence while I'm filling the refrigerator. Do you have beer downstairs? <clears throat> no, I have no, I have no alcohol in the house. I consumed it all. I'm really disappointed in you. Why? Because a trained professional, Shane, Always knows their inventory at any given time. Well, I, I I know what my inventory is right now. It's zero. Yeah, but you should have known. All right, before you start your day in the morning, you go to the fridge or, you know, all right, I've got so much cans of this and so much uh, ounces of this. You start your morning and you're like, all right, I'm going to do, this is my, my goal for the day. My goal is to achieve this level of Whatever you want to achieve. If you want to be blackout drunk, that's fine. If you want to be just moderately because you got in-laws coming over or something like that, and you know, you know exactly what it takes to get to a certain no, point. I got in-laws coming over. I'm going to be blackout drunk. <laughs> well, then you have to go, okay, the in-laws are coming over. I've got two natural light in the refrigerator and half a bottle of Knobs Creek. Uh, that's not going to be enough. I need to go and get back up. <laughs> I did. Okay. So I finished off my last bit last night about 10 o'clock. Uh-huh. And so I'm not going to drive after I've been drinking. Well, I know that, but b- before going into the 10 o'clock hour, 
It started at what time? Probably four. Okay, four. At four o'clock, you knew that you were going to dive into this vessel, and you took inventory, and you're like going, you know what? You know, either that or first thing this morning, you were like, I got to restock because later on the day, I got to do a, a show with Trav and <laughs> all the other stuff going on. Well, if I had to take an inventory, I mean, I, I couldn't have started at four if I had to leave at four to go get more. So, yeah, the priorities, do you want to drink or do you want to drive? Well, I, I would get the driving out of the way so that I can relax and enjoy. I see your logic. I screwed up. I'm sorry. I, I, let me, I'm going to go back here in the corner and kick myself in the nuts. <laughs> Stand in the corner. Yeah. That, I, I just it got away from me. I'm sorry. Now, do you have do you have like a cutoff time for yourself? Because me, me, if you want to point thumbs at me, mine, my start time, just because of the industry and stuff and everything that I do, I don't know what I'm making shit up here. I usually start, I usually start like around noon, 1230 at the latest, unless I'm out shopping or something with my wife or anything. And then it starts as soon as I get home. But then I have a cutoff. No matter what time I start, I have a cutoff at 730. 730 is my cutoff. Seven o'clock, I start winding down 730. I, I look at everything and go, okay, you know what? I got to go in and eat something. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then I just ride the, the rest of that buzz wave until I pass out and or fall asleep like around 9 o'clock. But I also have to take medication. I take medication for my back, which is always good. <laughs> you know, on, a, on a whole case of beer. Here, let me take these muscle relaxers. Yeah, be careful, Whitney. Yeah, I'll end up in a bathtub upside down. <laughs> well, I don't have a cutoff. I don't really. And I mean, it just it depends on what's going on. If it's the weekend, then I'm, yes, I'm, yes, and I agree. I, I will on Friday, like tonight. My wife doesn't get off work until like six thirty. Then she's got to go down and do all the horse chores and stuff, and then come back up to the house. She doesn't come back up to the house until seven thirty, eight o'clock. You've already passed my cutoff time, but then it's our turn together. So I have to maintain my coherentness. Because we sit there and play cards and stuff for about an hour, hour and a half. We'll listen to some podcasts. We'll listen to some, you know, other topics and and shows. Uh, music is very rare anymore. We don't do Country Sunday anymore. Uh, oh, that sucks. I know, I know. But our lifestyle has changed. And then we usually wrap it up. Friday's the only night that I really, really indulge and go past my cutoff. Other than that, um, it's seven thirty. And the reason why, because <laughs> I'm a trained professional, the only reason why I cut it off at seven thirty. If I cut off everything at 7.30, I can still wake up at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, fresh as a bell. To do what? To Because uh, chores got to start in the morning. We, ha- we have a brand new herd of chicken or no- new flock of chickens. Uh, they have to be brought out. The, the coops have to be clean. They have to be fed. We have to clean all the shit out of their food. We have to clean the shit out of their water, rewater them, reapply all the food and everything, um, and then go down and, and you know spread hay for the horses and, and then drop... Luckily, my wife makes pre-made bags, like Ziploc bags, like sending your kids off to camp or something for the horses. So all I have to do is basically drop food, make sure they have enough water in their buckets, uh, come back out if their stalls are dirty. I don't clean the stalls, but I kind of push everything in the corner. (laughs) Um, But there's stuff that happens. Now, granted, we've got it down to a science where it takes probably 45 minutes to do all that. But then you can relax and sit down on the back porch and enjoy a cup of coffee without having this, the, the, the morning blurries or the morning fuzzies in the morning. Yeah. I I mean, you know what's going on over here, so I have to kind of tailor <clears throat> tailor things when I can do it. And then I have to be, you know, if I get buzzed or something, I have to be sobered back up by a certain time. 
but you know the only only cut off or rule that I have is one don't drive while you're after you've been drinking. Yeah, but, that's the number one rule. Yeah, but I don't I don't drink anything before twelve o'clock. Well, that's good. You, you should talk to my yeah, dad. I mean, doesn't do anything for you. It's still. <laughs> you should, should talk to my dad when yeah. uh, you know he's moved into our place and he's seventy six years old, seventy seven. I don't know. I lost track. <laughs> Got to cut him open and count the rings on him. <laughs> but he, he nine at, right after nine thirty, he'll walk out to the garage after he's had. He's usually up at six, has breakfast in the morning, which is a waffle or something like that in the toaster oven. Then he lets. Uh, one set of flock of chickens out because it's simple. He doesn't have to do anything. He just opens up the door and they just run across the property. The second flock is one that they're babies. They're so they're like eight weeks old. Then he'll come back up the house and then have his second breakfast at nine o'clock while we're sitting there having coffee and stuff and our chores are done. And then ten o'clock, depending on how his medication is affecting him, he'll walk outside and have a, a beer. He'll sit out there and drink a beer. Now, he, he doesn't slam jam, ram jam him down his throat like you and I do. He'll he'll go out there and have one and, you know, sit in his room for, you know, a couple hours. And then, like, he goes and gets the mail, like, at 1230, has another one then. So you're talking about, you know, a two-and-a-half-hour span in between his beer. So a case of beer will last him. Do the math on that. I don't know, a couple days or something. Yeah, you're not going to get buzzed drinking like that. You're not going to get drunk either. Well, Think about his medication. You're 77 years old, 76 years old. You're on all these different high blood pressure and low blood pressure and and diuretics and heart medicine. And he's got stuff for his knees and steroids, this and all this stuff. You know, one beer is is crazy. It's you know, it would it's like him drinking, you know, ram jamming a six pack. Let me tell you a story. Speaking of ram jamming, (laughs) I was in Walmart today. And I'm picking up my my weekly cachet of beer for the next four days. So I grab like four cases of beer. And I'm standing in the in the cooler aisle. I know, I know. And I'm standing in the cooler aisle and I've seen this this mother daughter team in there before. And the daughter, older, very, very distinguished looking lady, very, very I don't want to say she's very pretty. She keeps herself together and she's got scrubs on, so she's some kind of nurse or something like that. Mm-hmm. And her, she's going grocery shopping with her mom, which I'm assuming, um, and and I find out later it is her mom. So I'm standing in the aisle, and I always have earbuds, and I'm listening to, you know, whatever podcast, I'm listening to all different things to make my life entertaining. And the the mom, gray-haired old lady, is going like this to me. You know, as, as I've got my headphones on, i got my list, I'm checking things off, she's going like this. And I can't hear her. She's mouthing, and I can't, I, and I pull my thing out, and I go, I'm sorry, what, what were you saying? She's like, I'm 94 years old, and my daughter won't let me have any alcohol. <laughs> and I go, oh, oh, really? Okay. And the daughter comes over, this this nurse lady. She goes, Mom, I didn't say that. I said, you can't have beer that's 10% alcohol. She's like, ah, I'm 94. I can have what I want. I go, you know what? I'm kidding. I said, 94 years old, you can have that 10%. And they, everyone you know, chuckles and laughs, and I'm the hero of the aisle. Uh-huh. And then... I said, you know, you know what? You can have the 10%, but only drink half of it. You know, you don't have to drink the whole thing. Ah, what good is that? You know, she says. <laughs> so we're laughing back and forth. But, I mean, she's 94. Well, she says she's 94. She may not remember. I, yeah. Let her drink it, though. Yeah. I mean, look, that's what I was going to say about your dad. Let him do whatever he wants to he do. Can, 76 I, years I've old. never said anything bad about my dad as far as, as drinking. Or, you can do what you want, Dad. You got this far in life. Congratulations. Take the, your yeah. beer trophy and run down the road with it. Yeah. Enjoy it. 
I mean, you managed to get that far without destroying your liver. Well, there was some. He he spent well, a little bit more time in jail than I have, though. <laughs> by my by my age right now, he spent a little bit more time in jail than I have. Well, I've never been in jail, so I don't have to worry about that. I'm just uh, my thoughts are more focused on my impending liver transplant. No, well, I uh, I drink. Uh, back to my original topic that I was talking to you earlier about. Our new refrigerator has a pitcher, has a water pitcher, and it's a it's the small door. Like you can open up the two double doors, or you can like click the front and have a a smaller door open, and you can get all the stuff that you get all the time. You know, the kids with sodas and stuff. In that door is a pitcher of water. It's uh, I think it's a half gallon, and it's designed. The refrigerator fills it up for you automatically. Once you put it in there, it weighs it, it fills it up. But the pitcher itself has a place where you can put fruit to infuse your water. Oh. So I th- that's the only thing I drink. I don't drink soda. I don't drink tea. I have coffee in the morning. And then I drink uh, probably four or five of those in a day. And I've got a 22-ounce uh, sippy cup. Wow. Insulates, and that's all it is. It's, it's I've got watermelon, apples, and... Uh, we made some kind of uh, like Mexican chili that needed limes, and I've got like all the limes, the leftover limes in the water. And you put it in there, and it fills it up, and it keeps us full and nice and cold all the time. So that's my my regimen. Well, look at you being healthy. I'm trying to be healthy. I was trying to do the chia seeds at, in there too, but there it's like all these no, these squishy bu- <laughs> squishy bugs <clears throat> in your mouth. Yeah, I no, I'm not doing the chia seeds. <laughs> My mom was a big she's she's big time into that stuff and it never did it her any good. Well, you know, you see all these like cleansing, you know, take the chia seeds and with cinnamon and, and turmeric and put add pepper to it and it'll cleanse your liver. When I hear cleanse your liver, <laughs> ding, I need to start doing that now. You know, take milk thistle and, and you know, stand on one foot and rotate counterclockwise against the earth's gravitational pull and your liver will reheal itself. Well, let me tell you, be careful with all those supplements because they will jack you up. Oh, I don't take any supplements. I don't take anything, like, pill-wise, I don't take, other than I have a a blood pressure uh, medicine that I took, shocker, and then I take uh, meloxicam uh, at night as needed. I drink beer. (laughs) So do I. That's pretty much my medication. All right, Shane, well, that's going to do it for us this week. You all right? Everything else going all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. Hanging in there. All right, well, I'll talk to you next week. One can at a time. All right. See you next week, Shane. Goodbye, folks.